I mean, it's always nervous when oh, you yeah. do something like this, and it's just, it's out there now. You did it. We did it. I'm so excited for you. We didn't tell anybody about, about it before we did it, but uh, now that it's out there. Well, it's kind of like how we started our podcast, like we didn't tell anybody. Yeah, but they, they're out there now, so... Flaws and all, but it is, uh, it's going pretty well. That's I'm pretty amazing. excited. And I get to tell everybody. Hello, everyone. This is Fun Employment Radio. I'm Greg Nibbler here with Sarah Still in. Thank you so much for tuning in today, wherever and however you listen. It is so fantastic that you do so. Of course, we are live here five days a week on the Fun Employment Radio Network and available via podcast all over the internet, wherever podcasts can be found. And thank you for finding us. I want to remind you that with uh, the Black Friday weekend coming up, of course, you can go to funemploymentradio.com and click on the Amazon link if you're going to be doing it anyway. Might as well go to funemploymentradio.com first and click on the Amazon <laughs> link right there if that is what you're going to be doing. It does help us out, uh, so we appreciate that. Uh, we're going to get to a bunch of things here today that, we, that we're going to talk about, our usual Fun Employment Radio stuff, but... <laughs> a bunch of random stuff. A bunch of random stuff. Uh, it is Wednesday, November 25th, 2020, in the year of our apocalypse, and uh, that is where we are at right now, so that's what's going on. Um, uh, the day before Thanksgiving. The day before Thanksgiving. Yes. yes, indeed. That is uh, that is where we're at. But uh, something that I have been alluding to for a while is now out there, and we're just going to go ahead and announce it, and I'm going to go ahead and, and talk about it for a second. Do it. It is a, another project. As many of you know, I was on a long-running live tech show that uh, does not exist anymore as of September 30th, 2020. And after that happened, wanted to get back in the saddle again. And wanted to create something. And I've um, been working on it for a long time. It's myself and Mike and Jess, two of my former coworkers. We have created a new company and a new show. Awesome. So, so tell us about it. So the company is called Two Box Media, not One Box, Two Box. Two Box Media, which is a broadcasting term. Um, it took a long time to figure out the name, but that's what we went with, Two Box Media. And the and show... And what does that mean? So what it means is when you are... Um, like what we have right now when we're broadcasting, there's two boxes. So you have two different cameras, two different shots of two different people. Okay. That's a two box. You so we're if, in a two box right now. Yes. When we had Rick on, that's a three box. Gotcha. Uh, so two box is just kind of a term that we use all the time. So we're like, well, let's just call it that. Because mm. it, it's kind of catchy. And, and so that's what we went with. And the show is Two Box Live. And this is the new live show. We actually did two episodes this week and we didn't tell anybody about it. <laughs> There's a lot of tech that goes on. This is going from a six-person team to a three-person team. So there's there's a lot of things that we have to uh, feel out and, and figure out. But um, we did it. We did it. That's so, incredible. And it looks great. And thank you. And you look more relaxed. And honestly, like I like the look of this so much better than the other show that you did. Thank you very much. No, yeah. it looks great. We want it to be and a it more feels, approachable feel. It is. It feels better. It doesn't feel as... Hoity-toity? I don't know. Yeah. Like, That's whatever fair. it was. Yeah. That's fine. Yeah. I mean, for sure. Because right now, you know, just like we have here with Fun Employment Radio, we don't have any uh, corporate overlords. So exactly. we can do it how we want. <laughs> and and we're still getting our footing on a lot of it. But um, but it's it's something that we're really excited about. And we built the set out in my basement. So it's a whole kind of a new set. Some of it you may, may look familiar from before. But uh, new stuff. It took a while to get all the equipment to be able to do it. So, you know, we've had to put in some money and all that stuff that goes along with it. But really, really believe in it. And uh, and what uh, what I was what I said before, too, when 
I was getting ready to announce this is what I was going to ask from Front Employment Radio listeners is if you wouldn't mind following us on social media. So it's Two Box Media, T-W-O-B-O-X Media. Um, we're on YouTube. You might have to search on YouTube because we don't have the actual handle yet. You have to get a certain number of subscribers. Oh, yeah. I forgot they make you do that. Yeah, we got to go through the rigmarole. But the more people that subscribe, the quicker we can handle that. Awesome. So you may have to search for that. We'll put up links. But then we're on Twitter and Facebook. And uh, you can go there and follow along. And the show we did today, you know, like I said, still working out some of the tech things. It, it happens. A couple of tech issues that happened during it. But not a big deal overall. It's a lot of, a lot of so much, uh, so much work. To get that um, to get that up and going, and we're excited about it. I'm so. so excited for you. Yeah, I know you guys have been working so hard. So yeah, it's been a lot of long, and it's going to pay days. off. I mean, and it has paid off. It looks great. So just keep doing Thank what you. you're doing. Yeah, I think that's the uh, one of the things we want to get a certain look for it, and you know, well, uh, the show will nice develop to out. Be, I mean, I know that too. we did this with Fun Employment Radio, but to be able mm-hmm. to dictate the terms as to like what you want it to sound like and what you want it to look like. Yeah. Like, and not having some, you know, jerk saying, like, I hate your shirt the entire time. Yeah, that is, <laughs> that is nice. Uh, yeah, that is. I figure that might be a nice break. It is a, it is a different feeling. It is much more, you know, as much as, uh, like it's, it's a lot of work. It was very stressful today getting back in the saddle again. Uh, but it's going to be get more and more comfortable, and we'll get everything worked out as we go through, and a lot on the way with it. So is this going to be a daily show? It is going to be on Mondays and Fridays awesome. to start off with. Yeah, so we'll be live uh, most likely at 10 a.m. is going to be the time. Um, and that's, you know, again, as we're getting our footing, we're trying to figure out the best time, but we think 10 a.m. is what works. We need that extra time since we're a limited team. Yeah. To, to get it up to the quality we want. So it's it's quite a bit of prep. Yeah, just go at your own pace. Yeah, it takes about four hours to get ready for for these. Um, sometimes a little more, a little less. But generally, I think 10 a.m. we can get it up and, and live. 10 a.m. Pacific time. Mm-hmm. Uh, but regardless, we'll be posting on social media for it. And the videos will be there afterward anyway to watch. And that's what a lot of it is that we'll want people to kind of go check out. And... Very cool. Well, we'll share it uh, with this episode today. So uh, awesome. check this yet. Yeah. So check... Uh, the text for the links to that. Yeah. Yeah. Ah, man. It's weird talking about it. Good job. Out Greg. loud. Yeah. It's, uh, it's, it's been a thing. So anyway, very excited about that. Just wanted to share it with everybody and let you know that's what we're doing. Just like everything, you know, people try to keep you down. You got to keep on fighting and never give up. Oh so, yeah. Never. Yeah. So that's, uh, that's what we're doing. And, uh, and, and thank you. Yeah. Thank you very much, uh, everyone. So you are the first people that we've talked about publicly with this. So. Wanted to make sure that you all knew. This is so exciting. Thank you for your support <laughs> and all of that. Uh, okay, going back to, from that, you did mention that it is Thanksgiving tomorrow. It sure it's is. a different kind of Thanksgiving this year. It is a different Thanksgiving. Yes, I think this is the first Thanksgiving that you and I will have ever spent together, I think. Yeah. Because I used to spend, when I was, at, um, like, years ago... Uh, on Rick's show, he would, this was like in the early iterations of his show, like as it progressed, like he didn't, he wasn't always this strict about it, but he would always make a stay for Thanksgiving yeah, and do a live show. And so basically like for five years, my Thanksgivings were all just like doing the show and then um, going over to my friend Heather's house and having Thanksgiving with her family because I was, I could never leave. Yeah. Cause you were working. Yeah. But then like over these past few years, you know, I've been able to go and visit my parents, but now of course that's not happening. Um, so yeah, so we're we're gonna have our own Thanksgiving extravaganza. Greg. We are indeed. It is quarantine time, and we have been uh, quarantined together in the bubble, as you say. And mm-hmm. and yeah, so that's what's gonna be happening. And 
It'll be me and you and Ollie at my house. Ollie yeah. the dog. <laughs> so that's what's going and on. And didn't Chris leave Ollie his own? Yes, the dog even has his own dinner. Thanksgiving dinner. My roommate Chris, he he took off and uh, left Ollie a Thanksgiving dinner that I. He said it's in the fridge. I haven't even looked at it yet. Some dog Thanksgiving. So I'm gonna I'm gonna give Ollie his Thanksgiving dinner as well. Oh boy, Ollie's gonna get one, which he'll <laughs> yeah, promptly eat in about ten seconds and be done with it. Um, but yeah, it's uh, it's well you know, because yeah, well because we're doing that because I've I've talked about how when I go shopping, I'm not like a I'm not really a shopping cart kind of person. Yeah. And today I actually, so I actually went this morning because I knew Greg was getting ready for like his, um, you know, for two box medium for doing all the stuff uh, this morning. So I'm just like, you know what? It's probably going to be fucking crazy later tonight. Yeah. So I, so I, I, I called him. I'm just like, should I just, I'll just go to the grocery store this morning. Yeah. Which I appreciate. Yeah. Yeah. You. And ended up getting, um, I think I got everything. I don't know. I don't know. I haven't cooked a Thanksgiving dinner. Yeah, well, I didn't I get turkey. I got so Greg and I had discussed this. I'm not a big turkey fan. He likes turkey, but he said that you'll just have it some other time. Yeah, well, I'm not going to cook an entire turkey for myself because I'm I'm not going to be able to eat it. Yeah. So yeah. So we decided that we are going to have a rotisserie chicken, <laughs> which <laughs> I fine. went and purchased today. Oh my gosh, I had so. Something embarrassing happened this morning. So, you know, I went there and I'm like, all right, I'm being like, I, I felt so domestic. You I don't go shopping too much for I groceries. I don't. Yeah. And I can count on less than, yeah, on one hand, less than that, the amount of times I've actually used a shopping cart. Yeah. <laughs> Wait, that, oh, that's right. You don't use a shopping no, cart. No, I use a basket. Yeah. I, and it's, so I feel weird pushing a shopping cart. It wow. feels, it's very foreign to me. Your world is so strange to me. <laughs> so you use an actual shopping cart. I use an actual shopping cart. And since I was looking for, you know, like actual food items, I was getting a little confused. Like, where's the flour? I don't I don't really know where the flour section is. I don't like I'm not much of a chef. I do make some things. Uh, so I definitely I know more than you do. Yeah, well, I guess when where stuff is at. Well, I can cook. Well, I know you can. But I don't, yeah, you're right. But I don't know where, like, you the just said you've never is. used a shopping cart. That doesn't imply. This is true, but I did today. But it was so embarrassing because I was trying to find the flower section. And the, so I approached this person who was in one of the aisles who was wearing a shirt, like a. So I was at Fred Meyer and was wearing a shirt that looked exactly like a Fred Meyer shirt and it was black with, like, a, a red logo on it. So I thought that was so person. I'm like, um, excuse me, ma'am. Do you know where I could find the Wait, flower? did you call her ma'am? Yes. Well, she was an older lady. I don't know. It, it felt polite. Okay. I don't know. I'm just curious. No, I know. I've been called ma'am a lot lately. Yeah, and you too. didn't like that. Well, I know, but I, like, I can tell that it's, it's supposed to be a term of respect. Do you still feel like you're a ma'am or a miss? I don't know. Okay. I don't know. Just I use a lot more there. wrinkle cream now, so I'm probably <laughs> a ma'am. <laughs> So I came up to this and I was just like, I'm sorry, excuse me, ma'am. I'm, I'm, I'm sorry. Cause she had a shopping cart full of a bunch, you know, how you can tell the employees usually because they have shopping carts full of random shit because they're stocking yeah. different yeah. areas. Uh-huh. So they usually have, you know, like 17 cases of Sprite and right. you know, like, but, uh, so, and that in this case was exactly what that woman had. And then like a bunch of like, like cheese balls and some other weird things. I thought she was just stocking. Sprite and cheese balls. Sprite and cheese balls. That's not too bad of a shopping cart. Sounds like a pretty bitch in Thanksgiving. <laughs> so, uh, yeah. So I was like, excuse me, can, can, can you tell me the flowers? She's like, um, I think somebody that actually works here might be able oh. to help you out better than me. And I was like, 
oh no. And Wait, I look so at what did her shirt, shirt look like? It was it was exactly the same color as like all the Fred Meyer people who wear like the uh, like the black shirts. Yeah, with the red logo, like the red logo thing on them. Um, at least like the, so I've seen some of the stuff. Like they all have like different outfits, but this is right. one of the ones that I've seen. Yeah, one of the standard. Yeah, ones. and then I looked at it, and it was for like some like different company, like some trucking company or ship. Uh, like so oh, so she was like stocking for somebody. Like no, no, she was shopping. Oh no, she was shopping. She was just a shopper. Why didn't she take her name tag off? No, she didn't have a name tag on, but she had oh, the just logo like em- that. embroidered onto her shirt. Gotcha. Yeah. Oh, because probably what happened is she got hit up by every person walking by. Oh, my God. I felt so embarrassed. So, of course, and I'm just like, oh, I'm so well, yeah, sorry. But why was she so rude about it? I don't know, but it was very embarrassing. And I don't know if she was just, I don't know, you know, like with masks, things are muffled. You can't see, you know, facial cues anymore. But she was. I mean, I get <laughs> it. But at the same time, you're in a store where that's she the exact uniform of what somebody has. Like. I don't know, I'll go to a different store or something, but yeah, or just put a jacket over. Did I, t- I told you, I think I said this on the show before, my friends, um, like years ago, dressed up as uh, they wore khakis and red shirts and went to Target and would just like make out and <laughs> in the aisles. <laughs> no, that's hilarious, <laughs> Isn't though. Isn't that hilarious? <laughs> <laughs> that's pretty funny, yeah. Just to mess with the just to mess with people. so they just wear red polo shirts and, and khaki pretend to pants stock things and, and then just start making yeah, up. Like, we'll walk by. I love that. That yeah. is that's fantastic. Yes, I'm looking here in our live chat for the Fun Employment <laughs> Radio Supporters Club. Uh, somebody Tony just said she missed the chance to send you to the wrong part of the store. That's another that's another thing that you could do. Yeah, yeah. It's like oh yeah, it's on aisle 17. Well, and then to top it all off, so then I get my so then finally I find it. Of course, I see her like seven more times. Because that's how things work. Like, the, as big of the place as it is, like, you don't see anybody else more than once. But I just kept crossing her path, and she would just kind of look at me. And, be like, and I was bright red. Like, you couldn't tell because my face was covered, but I was so embarrassed. <laughs> and then, as I finally do find the flower, and I pick it up, the bag rips open, and flower explodes. What? Yes. You were the flower person? I was the flower person. It didn't, thankfully, rip everywhere, but it did enough to where it got all over me. It was Sarah. very embarrassing. Yes. So I was, oh, no. so then I was covered in flour. I'm like, this is, it, it's like I got, became super spastic because I knew that that was the thing that I had asked about. Mm-hmm. So then therefore it exploded. Oh no. Yeah. So, I so find, what did you so do? I found a sales associate and like gave them back. Excuse the, me. The I spilled some flour. And I'm like, I'm sorry. it didn't get on the floor. It was just all over me. And so I'm like, I'm sorry. The bag exploded. <laughs> I gave it back to them and. And then went and got another bag and then got the Was that person actually an employee that you handed it to? I made sure to go to the very front and talk to somebody <laughs> who was standing there with like the walkie-talkie thing. <laughs> well, yeah, that's definitely um, – that's definitely – I mean I'm, I, have, was, I have done the ask people things before where I think they work there. Like I always feel bad for the people who are just there from another company who are stocking one specific item. And you see them and you're like, oh, oh you were this. Like actually I don't work here. Like, oh, oh yeah, sorry. and that's fine. I always like you can't tell that, but I mean, this was just a shopper. I felt very embarrassed, <laughs> and it, I didn't mean to be insulting, but for some reason, it felt like she made it seem as if I insulted her. Yeah, that's not really. It was a weird reaction. Yeah, and I then mean... I and then I spazzed out and exploded flour all over myself. So well, successful success. I, that is better. I was very on brand. If that's that is very much a Sarah brand. Did yes. you buy makeup while you did it? I bought hair dye. That is better. I alluded to this yesterday, and 
about something that happened to me, and I feel like this is worse because I didn't know what was going on. This is embarrassing for a number of reasons, and I probably shouldn't have even brought it up. So, you know, been doing some bike riding a little bit. Oh, and so normally, with the bike riding. Um, well, no, that's the Peloton stuff. That I'm talking about like, actual outdoor ba- bike riding. And I've, uh, <laughs> when I've done this, norm- normally I have like pants that I wear for bike riding, but I've been wearing my normal pants. I've got my black pants. I like my black pants. And I've been wearing, but they're not really designed to stretch in a certain manner as far as. They're not designed for bike riding. You know, you're, you're walking. It's not like I'm walking around or even running in them. Like bike riding, things stretch and pull in different ways. Anyway, doing that, I didn't realize that I had ripped them. <laughs> Wait, where? What? Underneath the crotch region. And Dude, uh, You don't need to say crotch. Well, that's where they were, right underneath. And then, like, up? Yeah. Oh! And it was, like, in such a way, though, that I didn't notice it when putting them on. It's not like it was just completely open, but it was enough to where you could definitely see what I was wearing underneath. And I realized this... Were you wearing something underneath? Well, yes, I'm not... Oh, God, no, I can't do that. I can't go out without something. I am... It's, it's probably all of this is more information than you need to know. Are you a never nude? Yeah, oh, 100%. Yeah, I am not going to be going out there. No. Um, but the part is this had, this had already ripped and I didn't realize it. And what I did, this was on Sunday, is I had to do some shopping that day. Oh. I went to two different stores with this clearly apparent... Not realizing it because it was going up the backside. And I walked around in these stores with <laughs> my pants split open <laughs> in front of people. Please. Two different it. stores. Oh, no. Not knowing it until I got home and like I was changing clothes. I'm like, oh, what the hell? Like, oh, no. <laughs> oh, no. And yeah, I probably basically, you know, exposed... My underwear to a whole bunch of people. Please, please, uh, for the love of God, say that you were that like it's close to laundry day and you're wearing some like super embarrassing pattern or something. What do you mean it's close to laundry day and I was wearing a super embarrassing pattern? What do you mean by that? I'm like, I don't know. Do you have like some like, like trash underwear? Yeah. Like no, I don't have, keep like, around the trash underwear too much. Okay. I've got a couple like, like, were just, like emergency some old, like, leopard pairs. print ones or something. I'm not wearing leopard print. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> That's true. I guess you don't know. Uh, no, I'm a boxer person, thankfully. Uh, but yeah, I, I'm realizing like everywhere I went, people were probably noticing that like, oh, that, that man has ripped pants. And what do you do if you see somebody like that? Do you tell them? I wouldn't tell them. I wouldn't tell them either. Because maybe that's their lifestyle. Maybe that's what they, maybe that's how they want to wear But it's pants. not. It's just it was an old pair of pants and I People didn't realize they People wear their pants ripped. in tatters. In tatters, I say. And <sighs> it's called fashion. So it could be your own fashion statement where you just want to show off your buttocks. It was not a fashion statement. It was um, one of those things where I'm like, it was, it was obvious enough that I should have known. I should have known, <laughs> but I just didn't pay any attention. Uh-huh. And, uh, and so it looked like either I didn't care and I was trying to get some attention by doing it. 
I don't think anyone's thinking that you're trying to get attention from me. Like, ooh, oh, look, look, at, look my, at this. Look at my little peekaboo Bending going on back here. <laughs> oh, God, were you bending over? That no. <laughs> no, but uh, it was... Uh, that's super embarrassing. It's super embarrassing. I've had that happen before, and it is... It does make me yeah. thankful for having the mask. Because at least, you know, there wasn't a full-on face mm-hmm. that people could memorize associated with the guy who came into the Safeway twice in the same day <laughs> with that. Like, the workers probably saw me come back, like, what's he doing back again? Just to, like... Like, how is he not real? Or just, what's he doing? Like, trying I mean, to put on a show? was it all the way up? No, but it was enough. Like you would, you would see it. Like I saw it when I took my mom. Like, oh my god! I instantly threw him away. I'm like, son of a bitch! This is so. Yeah, I'm so that's sorry. Who I was. Yes, that's who I was. Uh, yeah. So, uh, sorry to anybody who was. I'm sure it's fine. At least you were wearing your mask. At least I was wearing. So you covered, you know. Yeah. One responsible body part. Um. <laughs> yeah. Oh, well, uh, look, I know we have some world of crazy. Before we do that, though, I need to talk about one other thing. Oh, okay, yes. And that is, I need to say thank you once again to Anton and Deb from Asylum oh, for my whip. Them. So what? Anton wrote me. Oh he's like, my god! It's I've a- had this Indiana Jones kind of replica-ish whip that he's had for like twenty years, and he thought of me, of course. He wrote me and he's like, um, hey, I've got this whip that I haven't used in 20 years. Do you want it? And I instantly replied, yes. Oh, God, Anton. So what Sarah, are you thinking? I now have a whip. You are going to hurt, not yourself, hand. I think with other you're gonna He hurt says other he's people. used it like wrap around branches and swing. Like I am a whip guy now. How does one become a whip guy? Have you used it? No. Have you tried to like whip it around a tree limb and see if you could do it? No, but I'm going to. I'm 100% going to Oh my God, is this going to be Thanksgiving? Uh, yes, I will Just be Just you running around with your whip. 100%. Yes, uh, I, have, I have a whip now. You have too many whip. I was actually just noticing this. I'm sitting next to this over here. You have a full-on like weapons corner next yeah, to me. Yeah, I have, I have non-conventional. You're just like hoarding non-conventional weapons. weapons. Yes. Well, I've been fortunate enough that, you know, we have fine listeners Anton, who have given me Anton, why would you do this? Aaron Duran's giving me a sword and uh Oh yeah, the sword glaive. still, yeah. And then uh, that's, no, that's, I think Doug, Doug uh, also gave me a sword, like, and I've got this, and what I've got a crossbow. What is this? That's some kind of fighting stick that an old roommate left. It's like a sparring stick. They're fighting sticks? Yeah, we can, like, spar with people. back here? Swords. And I've got... There's a giant knife? Jesus a mini crossbow. Christ. And then I've got um, my bow and arrow and a weird, like, electrifying thing. Yeah, I've got all kinds of... All kinds of weaponry. But like badass weaponry. I'm thinking about mounting this in the living room and like mounting the weapons. Should Are you going to put that next to your Scarface poster? I don't have a Scarface poster anymore. That was in college. And yes, I was the guy who had a Scarface poster, 100%. Uh, yeah, so this is this is who I am now. But I'm going to learn all kinds of cool whip tricks. You are going to like, like whoosh, you are going to whiplash yourself and get some like, whoosh, some like scar yeah, down I'm your face. Of little, that I'm going to hurt myself. I did have... No, it's not an if, it's a when. I had a whip when I was a kid. It was just a long piece of very thick rope that (laughs) my dad was like, yeah, there you go, there's a whip. And then I would use it and like, I could snap it and then snap it at my brother. What's it made out of? Is it leather? Uh, Yeah, it looks like it. Yeah, it's like leather. This is like an actual legit whip. 
Yeah. Leather. I think that we probably need to do an Instagram live video later of you trying to use the whip in the backyard. Uh, let me do it a couple of times first before <laughs> so I know what I'm how, doing. This is how you'll learn, Greg. No. Baptism by fire. But yes, I am a whip guy now. So I'm just going to let you know. Okay, put that thing down. It also seems too long for you. It's like longer than you are. No, it's supposed to be long. You're supposed to be able to whoosh, reach out and then like, eventually I'm going to get to where I can like snag things out of people's hands and like, whoosh, and it'll be like full on Indiana Jones style. Or you could be like Jamie. You remember when he could hit all of those uh, cornhole bags out of the air? Oh yeah, that was pretty amazing. Yeah, he was pretty Maybe good Maybe he can that. give you some whip tricks. Jamie, if you're listening, I'd like some whip tricks, please. <laughs> Can you do a Zoom call with some whip tricks? With some whip tricks. (laughs) (laughs) Courtney, another thing for Greg to injure himself or someone else. Oh, yes. Yeah. I'm staying far away from you. Vicky, seriously, Anton, what were you thinking? Uh, But really quick, though, with that, with Anton and Asylum, I did want to call attention to just to small businesses. Please, yes. And how important it is to shop at them. I know we see the Amazon link because, look, we're a small business. It's a way we can make money. And if people are shopping there, please go through our site. Uh, But Asylum is open and they're there on the corner of 37th and Hawthorne and they're open Friday, Saturday and Sunday right now. So okay. three days a week. And of course they have to be reduced staff and they follow all the COVID rules and all of that. But it's, um, you know, it's important to, to, to shop at, at local places and they're going to be, I mean, that's what makes, you know, Portland and communities, you know, all, all around the world. So special Yeah, are these, you know, small businesses that give it the character. And they're open on black Friday from uh, Friday to Sunday from noon to 4 PM. So that's when you can go there and shop and, um, and pick up some gifts. And they said they're going to be open more hopefully in December, mm-hmm. but right now, you know, this is, this is where it's at. It's hard for everybody. And I like honestly, Asylum. I have found some of the coolest presents oh, yeah. that I've purchased for people because you can find stuff there that you don't, like that you can't find any place else. And there, it's for reasonably sure. priced, and it's like they hand pick every single item in there, so it's like nothing's throwaway in there. Like everything no. is no, it's all and it's unique. Like over the years, curated exactly. Stuff. Yeah, it's great. Yeah. I've I've bought so many presents there. Oh, me too. People. That's what yeah. I know. Whenever I don't know what to get, I'm like, I'll just go to Asylum and I inevitably like find something red. Yeah. And then you can go in and ask them, why did you give Greg a whip? Mm, that's exactly right. <laughs> if you do go in, say that to him. <laughs> just say, uh, are you the guy that gave Greg a whip? <laughs> why in God's name did you do that? <laughs> ah, it's so awesome. Oh, dear God. Yes. All right. Yes. Hello, my friends. My name is Sarah X. Dillon. I'm going to hide that thing from you. No! Welcome. I still want all you to think it's a toy. Oh, I do. No. No! <laughs> Welcome to my world of crazy. Crazy. Greg, put the whip down. Those look like those old uh, finger traps. Did you ever play with those? Yeah, I didn't like those. No, me neither. They scared stuck me. In them. Yeah, I didn't and then like you'd it. freak out. Yeah, I'm, I'm not a big fan of being trapped, even if it's just my fingers. I'm like, yeah, get it off. And then I freak if out. If there's anything I can tell you about Greg is that he is very, very vocal about things that he does not like. Do not like those. Like, I'll poke him in the arm or something. And he's, like, he's like, please do not do that. I do not like that. <laughs> <laughs> and that is exactly how he says that. And I respect it because, of course, boundaries. I am but very sensitive about touches. Please sometimes. do not do that. I do not like that. I really dislike things around my neck. I, I will freak out about that. I didn't put anything around your neck. No, but if anybody like grabs me around the neck, I, I don't like that. I don't like that feeling. Who like, grabs you around the neck? I don't know. Sometimes dudes wrestling around or whatever. 
just dudes wrestling around. You know, a little horseplay. I'm not a fan. Okay. I am not a fan. Also, my feet are very sensitive. You're so weird about your feet. Oh, I, yeah. I cannot stand my feet being touched. Okay. We're all learning about Greg. Follow more of his not that I hate. It's just two box so, media. Like all they do. Yeah. <laughs> Don't touch my just, feet. <laughs> they're so ticklish. Like anything touches them. It's just like, Ugh. that's what we have to do once these times pass. If they ever do, that's a bet. You have to get a pedicure. I know. No, I'll actually, that would be so. Kick, yeah, I know. It wouldn't not be on just purpose. Say it, actually, that wouldn't be good for the person who's doing it. Yeah, Never I would mind. not do it on purpose. But my my reflexes are kick. You don't know how to control it. I, I, I can't. I mean, it's very hard, and it's if I concentrate, I can concentrate on not kicking, but. It's just like if I get poked there, it's like, kick! I'm a lot of fun. Yeah, you sound like a blast. Yeah. All right, first up, Greg. Attention, a lot Greg of Greg Nibbler. TMI this episode. <laughs> <clears throat> first up, a 12-year-old boy has now been accepted, accepted to Georgia Tech and is focusing on starting a NASA career. A 12-year-old wow. boy. I just wanted to tell you this. I don't want to go to NASA. A 12-year-old Georgia boy who has been accepted uh, to attend... Georgia Tech says he plans to study aerospace engineering for a career in space exploration. Caleb Anderson, who is very successful at 12 years old, who was dual enrolled in high school and the Chattahoochee Technical College. I mean, I know that that's probably like a very prestigious college, but the Chattahoochee Technical College doesn't. I wonder how all those people feel about Alan Jackson's song. If it was just like, no, we're Chattahoochee. I mean, that's Chattahoochee is a place. That is a funny name. Uh, well, this kid, this 12-year-old is aiming Maybe to start classes at Georgia Tech next fall. Uh, 12-year-old Anderson says, I think I'm going to go to Mars to do more school and, oh, and do more school. And they think, get my master's at Georgia Tech. Then I'm going to do an internship. It's like he's living your dream life, Greg. And then I'll do an internship with Elon Musk. Then I'll get my PhD at MIT. And then I'll start working for either NASA or SpaceX. Wow. Got it all figured out at 12, don't you? Yeah. Old uh, the boy's parents, <laughs> and they noticed their son was exceptionally intelligent at a very young age. They, the proud mother says, at three weeks old, I did notice that Caleb was trying to mimic some of my words. By four months, he was picking up basic signs. Uh, the father said, uh, let's see, the father said Caleb was asking questions from the time he was able to talk. He's always kind of been this way. You'll ask these, where you'll ask these very deep, profound questions, and you don't expect to see that from a three-year-old. Do you like my voices? The precocious yes. 12-year-old who's received an offer um, from Steve Harvey, I guess, to cover the cost of his tuition at Georgia Tech. What? Uh, Steve Harvey? Steve Harvey. That's odd, but okay. Is he from Chattahoochee or something? I, I do not know Steve Harvey's origins. Uh, so this 12-year-old, hey, who, does, who doesn't want to hear some advice from <laughs> just a just 12- a random... I know. I mean, you could have said, guess anybody. I mean, you know, that's very nice of him if he's, you know, sponsoring scholarships, but Steve Harvey is not who I would probably go with. All okay. right, I know that this kid's, like, super awesome and, like, he's going to go on to do great things, but I, I like when he's, like, ask, offering words of advice for people. This is a 12-year-old. No, I'm not taking any advice from him. 12-year-old. Yeah, this like kind of makes me... I don't care how smart he is. I'm yeah, not says, taking advice from a 12-year-old. The 12-year-old says, if you want to succeed, you have to do two things. Number one, you have to learn to fail. 
Oh, shut up. Yeah, it makes me just want to smack him in the face. Yes. That's a really big part of winning, too. And the second part is you always try. If someone says you can't do that, that doesn't mean it's not possible. You know what? You may be going to Mars. You may live an amazing, (laughs) amazing life. But right now, I can still push you down. (laughs) Not that I'm advocating. Violence for children. It's wrong. Little brat. He is a brat. All right, next up, I'm kind of uh, fascinated by this because it both scares me and interests me. So this is in Poland, and this is a new business that is open there. It's now offering training services for scuba divers in the deepest swimming pool in the world. How deep? 148 feet deep. What? It's a pool that's that freaks me out. Yeah, but I, I kind like of I want to go, but I don't know. But I want to go, but it scares me. But I want to go. 148 foot deep pool. So it's That's called crazy. Deep, yes, it's the it's the deepest swimming pool in the world. It's Deep Spot, uh, which is located in Poland. It's a 148 foot deep pool that holds more than 280 thousand cubic feet of water, which is the same amount as 27 Olympic sized swimming pools. Yeah, that's a lot. Well, that freaks me out. That's a lot of water. All right, get this. So not only is it a swimming pool, but it also features underwater caves, recreations of Mayan ruins. Oh, that's pretty cool. And a shipwreck reproduction at okay. the bottom. I kind of want to do that this too. Kinda, it freaks me out. No, I want to go to this too. That's pretty badass. So the pool is uh, designed for scuba training and will also be used to train divers for the Polish army and firefighters. Uh, it also features a hotel with underwater views. I definitely want to stay I would want to do where you just look. But then I'd be afraid that it, like the glass would... Would you ever stay in one of those underwater ones like out in the ocean? They're like 12 feet down or whatever, but you sit there and then you just have views of the ocean. Yes. You would? Maybe. I'm surprised. I don't know. Because you have that fear of underwater stuff. I do have fear of underwater stuff. I would 100% do it. Where you wake up and your window is just the ocean. Do you wake up and there's some giant like toothed fish going... Uh Uh-huh. No. Yeah. And then that's when that's when it starts headbutting the glass, and you realize that it isn't as strong as they thought. As a small crack starts. Yeah, and then a the small crack bead starts. Of water starts coming yes. in. The bead, and before you know it, and you're running away from it, slow motion as all of these like giant fish and things like flop all over you. Little teeth like. All right, so the business also features a hotel with underwater views, a tunnel for spectators to watch the divers, a restaurant, and several meeting rooms. Mm. I think in a contained environment like that, I would probably be less scared, but it still freaks me out. There's something about like, it that freaks me out more than just the tower real tower of water, like, like 150 foot yeah. wall of water. Yeah. It's a lot of water. That's a lot of water. A lot of water. 27 Olympic-sized swimming pools amount of water. All right. And finally, I know, um, thank you to everyone who sent this to me, and I know, Greg, you know a little bit about this, but there is some exciting news because, of course, it is in the year of our apocalypse, November 25th, 2020. Uh, We've had a lot to deal with this year. You know, uh, plagues and fires and what? Famine. And I forgot all about that stuff. All sorts of shit. Uh, you know what was one of the things that we hadn't yet ticked off the list? What? Aliens! Ah, uh, yes. Oh, because there were, actually, there were some sightings, remember? The government has actually admitted yes. that now they know aliens exist. And now we're finding shit from aliens. Or 
maybe, you know, creative artsy people, but I'm pretty sure it's aliens. Headline reads, mysterious monolith has been found deep inside southwest Utah in the middle of nowhere. A mysterious monolith has been discovered by a pilot smack dab in the middle of the Utah desert. So this is a helicopter pilot named Brett Hutchings. He found a large metallic monolith while helping wildlife resource officers count bighorn sheep in southern Utah. So this is his job. They actually you know, count the populations of all the different sheep in different areas. Mm-hmm. Uh, so in a scene reminiscent of Stanley Kubrick's 2001 A Space Odyssey, the monolith was found standing alone, surrounded by cliffs in the barren landscape, where it would be extremely difficult for someone to get there. Yeah. And they don't know how it got there. Yeah, it's crazy. So this helicopter pilot said, uh, he said, um, it's about the strangest thing I've ever come across in all my years of flying. He said they just happened to be flying directly over the top of the monolith. Uh, He said one of the biologists is the one who spotted it, and we just happened to fly directly over the top of it. He's like, whoa, turn around. And I was like, what? And he's like, look at that thing back there. We've got to go look at it. Well, uh, Mr. Hutchins said that the object looked man-made. However, it was firmly planted in the ground, and nothing around it was disturbed. They don't know how long it's been there, where it came from, and, yeah, why, why it's there. What? I have a follow-up to it. Okay. Uh, so let me finish this real quick. Uh, Stanley Kubrick's 1968 film opens with prehistoric apes interacting with a large monolith in the middle of the desert. Yep. Uh, the helicopter's pilot said that he su- uh, suspected that the Utah monolith could be an artist's work. Or, you know, in other opinions, it could be aliens. It's aliens. It's aliens. Um, so, because you posted this on my page yesterday. So naturally, I read all about it for a while. And... They were trying to figure out when it was there, and Reddit went to work, and there's this dude on Reddit who was able to figure out the helicopter's flight path, because they didn't want to tell anybody where it was, because yeah. you can like die if you go out there. It's like that far out in the middle of nowhere. And he traced the helicopter's flight path and then looked at the pictures of the... Went on like, Google Earth? Yeah, and went on Google Earth <laughs> and was able to track it down, and he looked through the history of it, and it wasn't there in 2013 or 2015. 2016 it was. So it's been there for at least four years. What? Yeah, it's been there the at internet's least... internet's magic. Yeah, at least four years. And it's this guy... Apparently, he's really good at um, playing GeoGuessr, which do you know what that is? No. I love GeoGuessr. It is so much fun. Oh, is it like trying to find a particular spot? No, a GeoGuessr, the way it works... This is a quick side thing for anybody who wants something really fun to do. Um, it's G-E-O, like G-U-E-S-S-R, I think. There's no E, but anyway... You play that game, and it utilizes Google Earth, in particular Street View, and you start it, and it just plops you down, and you'll be in the middle of somewhere in the world, and the goal is you can move around and you know do like normal Street View stuff and go go down the road. It'll plop you down. Yeah, it'll plop you down in the middle of nowhere, and your your job is to guess where in the world you are, and the closer you are, the more points you get. So you sit there, and you're like, okay, I don't know. This looks like a desert, or this looks like a jungle, and then you... You go along the road, and uh, it's so much fun. Like, I can do that for hours. Oh, I bet. That sounds like a great thing. I am good at it. I will take a challenge against anybody (laughs) in GeoGuessr. So anyway, this guy was good at that, so that's why he was started thinking about this. I've had a lot of coffee today. Um, (laughs) But yeah, that's that's so... Whoever did it, whether it's the aliens or whether it's somebody who, like, flew out there and put it in there that's just I mean, waiting have for to years for somebody to find it yeah yeah i mean if it's that big and that heavy it's a private helicopter i don't think you have to have a flight record for your private helicopter hmm. or just somebody did it i mean it's illegal to put it out there anyway 
So why would they tell anybody? It's aliens. I don't know. It's been there for at least four years. Doing what? How deep does it go in? I don't know. What are they going to do with it? I don't know. Are they going to test the metal? It's probably some alien metal. What if they test it and like it's not from this world? Well, what it is, that's just the tip of what's going on there. You mean the tip of like something that's below it? Oh, yeah. Oh, gross. That creeps me out. You're just seeing part of it. What if it just came up from underground? I mean, I figure that there are dormant aliens planted. Yes, I know that's a constant theory of yours. Mm-hmm. I like how my theory is so far-fetched, but all of your alien you theories... You ever read Tommyknockers? No. That's, it's a Stephen King book. It's kind of along those lines. Would I like it? Should I read it? I read it when I was a kid. It freaked me out. Yeah, Tommy... They made a TV series or a movie with it, Yeah, too, I think they... Because uh, I remember the name. What's her name? I remember I thought the name was funny. Um... Oh, shoot. I can't remember her name. It's okay. All right. That's why we have the internet. Yeah, that's true. All right. Well, there you have it. The aliens are finally here. Just took till late November. That is your world of crazy. Crazy. Yeah. That's awesome. Yeah, I found that absolutely fascinating. What you doing over there? I'm surprised you haven't read uh, Tommy Knockers. That Tommy Knockers. Yeah, that's what it is. Okay. Yeah, it's a good one. All right. Yeah. Well, I'll have to put it on the list. Put it on there. Check. Greg, yep. what are you doing? Like I said, I've had a lot of coffee. Okay, yeah. since I think 530, Greg's and that's all I've done. All I've time. had is coffee. I thought you said you had a piece of toast. I had a piece of toast. Whoa, are you okay? <whistles> Bing bong. Hi, everybody. Okay. All right, so no show tomorrow. Correct. Friday? I don't know. Yeah. Friday's up in the air. But tomorrow... No show. No show. But I want to wish everybody a happy Thanksgiving or whatever you're doing tomorrow. However you're celebrating. Whatever. Or not celebrating. Or whatever. I hope you have a good one. However you spend your day. Yes. Yes. And thank you for joining us. Thanks for being a part of our show, Fun Employment Radio. Please follow us on Places. And we have our new merch shop, funemploymentradio.com slash store. What a fun Christmas gift that would be for someone that you love. Oh, a nice warm hoodie. Oh, wouldn't that be delicious? You can get a coffee cup or a mug or like... Oh, I need to get one from the coffee that I drink. Exactly. Or the mason jar because, you know, I drink a lot out of jars. I do want one of the mason jars. You drink out of jars. I do like drinking out of jars. I'm not a fan of jars. Jar drinking. It feels weird to me. <laughs> I like jar drinking. Yeah. But we have them there. If you are a fan of jar drinking, you can if get it. If you're a jar drinker. Radio. Jar drinkers. Um, also, to Box Media. T-W-O Box Media. Please follow on Twitter and YouTube and Facebook. And we'll have the links up here. Yeah, and post the links on your stuff, too. Yes, I will. So that way we can find them easier. Yep. Well, congratulations, Greg. Thank you. Great job. Go eat some fucking food because you are losing your mind. Yes. And Monday morning, 10 a.m. Pacific. Another episode of that. Where am I? You're where we've been forever. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. And please don't hurt yourself with the whip. Like, maybe oh, that, save that for sometime when you're less delirious. My middle faculties are more. <laughs> my middle faculties. I've got a whip. Would you like to see my whip? All right. Don't say that. <laughs> I only have one thing. Okay, never mind. All right, thank you, everybody. We'll be back soon.
There's more at funemploymentradio.com. <laughs> Bye. Bye. Goodbye.